Welcome to Your Encore, a Legacy Leader podcast series. Legacy Leaders is an encore program of the Cleveland Leadership Center. Today, welcome guests from the Cleveland Metro Parks. Cleveland Metro Parks was named the 2021 Best Park in the Nation. Rachel Nagel, Outdoor Recreation Manager, and Megan Schumacher, Outdoor Recreation Inclusion Specialist, are going to talk about how you can stay active with the countless unique opportunities in recreation and nature adventures throughout the Park District. Welcome, Rachel and Megan. Claudia, thank you so much for inviting us to be part of the Legacy Leaders Your Encore podcast. We are so excited to be able to share a wide variety of opportunities that guests listening can do and engage in within Cleveland Metro Parks. Just like you said, we're going to talk about different trails that people can explore, some outdoor recreation and adaptive recreation programs, and a little more about accessibility, but different ways that people can get engaged in Cleveland Metro Parks during their encore years. But before I get too far ahead of myself, let us give you a little more introduction about us. Again, I am Rachel Nagel, the Cleveland Metro Parks Outdoor Recreation Manager. I've been here a little over 12 years in this department and love the opportunity to be able to connect guests with nature through outdoor recreation programs, understanding what their goals are to accomplish, and then helping them be able to get there. And we'll talk more about the outdoor recreation programs, but I also want to introduce Megan. Megan? Thanks, Thanks Rachel. Uh, yeah, Claudia, I'm Megan Shoemaker. Uh, I'm the Outdoor Recreation Inclusion Specialist here at Cleveland Metro Parks. Uh, I've been here a little over a year and a half, and part of my role here is to try and help make our programs more accessible for everyone. Uh, my background is actually that I'm an occupational therapist, and so most of my working life I've been in traditional inpatient settings where people are trying to recover from an illness or an injury, and trying to get back to their lives. But what I've loved so much about my role here at Cleveland Metro Parks is that the focus is on wellness in the community where people are living their lives. So we love being able to give people more opportunities to explore the outdoors and be active. And Claudia, I know you first reached out to Cleveland Metro Parks uh, because you were working on that age-friendly trail guide to help people feel more comfortable accessing the outdoors. But in that conversation, you know, we were talking about trail accessibility and we got to talking about some of our age-friendly programs and other opportunities that we have uh, that we'd love to be able to share and get the word out about some of what Cleveland Metro Parks has to offer that folks might not be aware of. Because if you grew up in Cleveland, you probably know about the park system and Cleveland Metro Parks and what a resource it is for the community. But I didn't even realize all the opportunities and programs that we had available until I actually started working here. And it's really amazing. So Rachel, for people that don't know that much about it, uh, could you give a little overview of the park system? Yeah, absolutely. So if you have the opportunity to live in Northeast Ohio or are just visiting Cleveland, there are so many opportunities in your Cleveland Metro Parks. And especially if you live in Cuyahoga County or Hinkley Township, there's probably a park in your backyard. And I hope everyone listening can think in their mind what that park is. If you're not sure, 
get out a map and see what park is next to you because we have 18 reservations throughout Cuyahoga County and Medina Township. And so I encourage you to check the one out that is near you. Or if you use that one all the time, challenge yourself to find another reservation to explore because Cleveland Metro Parks has around 25,000 acres uh, that people can go and enjoy. That includes five nature centers spread throughout Cuyahoga County. So whether you want to take your grandkids to the nature center or just go on your own or with someone else, there's something for you to be able to explore there. And we also have over 300 miles of trails. So those trails range from paved all-purpose trails, natural surface trails, even trails on water. So whatever your level of engagement is, there is something for you. And it's really for guests of all ages and abilities, and especially for guests who have the opportunity to be exploring um, and enjoying their encore. And as we get started, we do just want to note that we do understand that when guests are in their encore, it can mean different things to different people, and there can be different activity levels. So if you're someone who's always been active and you want to elevate to the next step, we're here to help you with that. Or if you're someone who is a little reluctant to maybe take that next step, we want to help you with that as well. We're here to help you find your path and to help you take the next steps to be able to enjoy Cleveland Metro Parks. And Megan, um, can you talk a little bit about some of the health benefits of being outdoors? And this time of year can get a little cold, so people might want to stay <laughs> inside. So can you help guests listening understand some of those uh, aspects? Yeah, yeah. And if it's okay, yeah, can I tell absolutely. Super, super we love quick stories. story. <laughs> um, so I mentioned my background is that I'm an occupational therapist, and so I had worked in inpatient settings, and I was working with uh, an older adult who was recovering from something. Uh, and as an occupational therapist, we always look at what's meaningful to people. So uh, leisure skills, what what you do for fun. So I asked her what she liked to do for fun, um, and she couldn't come up with anything current that she could do anymore. And she kept coming back to um, fishing, something that she used to love to do in the past. And when she talked about it, you could see her light up, but she had said, but I haven't done that in many, many years. And so I asked her, "Why? what's keeping you from doing that? And she paused <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, it's just so much easier to do nothing than it is to do something. And if you think about that comment, like, that is really, really true. It takes a lot of effort sometimes to get yourself going and to do something. Um, but I do want to just say it's worth the effort. Uh, and especially, I know this seems a little bit silly, <laughs> but I'm going to insert a commercial plug here for nature. Um, I think people inherently know that spending time outdoors is good for us. But now science and research is actually proving that there are a lot of health benefits that come from just spending time uh, and recreating out in nature. So it seems obvious, aside from the physical benefits, uh, you know, usually people are doing something somewhat active when they're outdoors, but just even being in the outdoors can potentially help to reduce anxiety and reduce depression. Um, it can improve cognition and memory, so it helps our thinking. Uh, it's been shown that people who spend time outdoors uh, perceive themselves as having a higher quality of life. So again, it might take a little extra effort to get ourselves out there, but it can really help our overall well-being and affect our moods and behaviors. So it's super worth that extra effort that you put into. 
Um, I know, just like Rachel said, I'm tempted, especially when the weather gets colder, to stay inside more, curl up with a book, wait for spring to come. But uh, that can actually uh, have people start to feel more isolated. You can be at a greater risk of depression this time of year. So if you can, don't shy away from getting out there in the colder seasons as well. Um, but the thing that you should think about, or you do want to think about, this time of year especially, is dressing appropriately for the weather. So one thing we always try to emphasize uh, when getting ready to head outdoors any time of year really is layering. Um, so you don't wanna end up sweating as your activity level increases when you're in the outdoors. Uh, and you also wanna prepare and keep the elements off of you. So we often talk about uh, trying to remember the three W's of layering. And that means wicking, warmth, and weather. And so your wicking layer is your base layer that's closest to your skin that can help wick moisture away. So if you're sweating, that will help with that. Your warmth layer could be something like a fleece or maybe even a wool sweater uh, to keep your warmth in. And then on top of that, a weather layer. So that could be something like a rain jacket or a hard shell jacket to help protect you from wind and rain and snow. Um, and most importantly, especially here in Ohio, where the weather can change in a snap. A couple of days ago, it was snowing, and tomorrow it's going to be 60 degrees. Exactly. So we do try and emphasize to avoid cotton. Cotton takes a long time to dry. Uh, it won't keep you warm anymore once it gets wet. Uh, and in fact, it will cause you to lose your heat much faster than if you would use uh, synthetic layers or maybe a fabric. Uh, like wool would be a better fabric to use um, for your warmth layer. So we always encourage people to get out there, but just knowing how to dress is gonna make your experience much more comfortable. So you can actually enjoy your time in whatever activity that you're doing instead of um, hiding inside or getting cold. So those are just some things to note. So now that guests listening know how to dress for success, understand some of the benefits, we want to encourage you to be able to check out some of Cleveland Metro Park's outdoor recreation programs. These are programs that focus on human-powered, natural resource-based recreation. So you should be thinking about kayaking, stand-up paddleboarding, sailing, backpacking, rock climbing, mountain biking, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. Now, if I just listed off all of those and you're sitting there thinking, <laughs> right, I could do that in my younger years, but that is outside of my element. I want you to keep listening because we have a series known as our Try It, Learn It, Live It series that is designed to help people do these activities. So whether you've done them a long time ago and you want to get back into them, or you're sitting there saying, I've always wanted to try kayaking, sailing, whatever it is, we have a pathway for you. Or if you're someone who's like, I currently do those, but I want to elevate my skills. We have that path for you as well. So our Try It, Learn It, Live It series is basically, we encourage guests to get out there and try these activities. Try sailing, try kayaking for the first time. If you don't like it, it's okay. You tried it. Short one hour uh, program that's five to $10. But if you do like it, there are opportunities for you to progress those skills. That goes to our Learn It programs. So let's take kayaking, for example. You tried kayaking, you really enjoyed it, you want to learn more. Now you can learn 
kayaking through different strokes and maneuvers. We also have a rescues class. And so for the rescues class, of course, we're flipping your boat upside down and teaching you how to get back in the boat. And when you're younger, it's easy to scramble up onto that boat. But as we all get a little bit older, it might take thinking about it a little bit more. So we go through these classes and help people think about how does my body work? Uh, how can I adjust this to be able to get into my boat a little bit easier? And from there, we encourage guests to be able to live it. And so this live it could be getting your own boat eventually and paddling in one of Cleveland Metro Park's beautiful locations, or it could be coming out on a tour with our certified staff. If you've never been out on Lake Erie in a boat, sailboat, kayak, stand-up paddleboard, and looked back at that beautiful Cleveland skyline, I encourage you to be able to try it because when you are out there and you look at that skyline and you see Terminal Tower and Key Bank Tower, you realize that this this is why you live, work, and play in Cleveland. So we want guests to have all of these experiences. We want you to try it. We want you to learn it. We want you to be able to live it. So again, whether you've already done these and want to elevate it, or you want to try an activity you've always put off, there are ways to be able to do that. And this time of year, of course, we, Megan and I, look forward to it snowing, <laughs> right? Uh, maybe you listening aren't looking um, forward to that, but we do. And so there are opportunities to get out and try snowshoeing through our snowshoeing scavenger hunt. There's an introduction to cross-country skiing. Those take place with or without snow. If you're someone who says, I need to have snow, um, we have a winter program impromptu notification sign up that you can register. And then when there's snow, we'll add different programs and let you know about that. And so you can sign up at clevelandmetroparks.com forward slash winter activities to find out more about the cross-country skiing and snowshoeing programs. And the great thing about cross-country skiing is that it really is a lifelong activity and it's easy on your joints and you can continue to be able to do it, um, you know, as long as, as you want to be outside uh, to continue with that. So if you used to downhill ski and maybe that's not something you are able to continue with, consider picking up cross-country skiing. Um, I do also want to share a little story about a guest who went through our Try It, Learn It, Live It series. So he came to us, he was in his encore years, and unfortunately his wife had just passed away, and he was able to use the outdoors as a healing process. He came to a wide variety of our Try It programs. He loved some more than he loved others, and he did the Learn It and Live It. Um, and when he lived it, he actually decided to build his own canoe and then volunteer for some of our programs. So if that's something that speaks to you, um, let that story be able to, to help you to be able to find something new to be able and get out there and enjoy. So hopefully I've encouraged you to want to try some of these recreation activities. Um, but if you're still sitting there thinking, I'd love to do it, but I just have these limitations. I don't know how to overcome them. Megan's going to help you uh, with some of our adaptive mm -hmm. recreation programs. I think you just put a plug in to get us some more volunteers. <laughs> Right. Come on. Come join us. <laughs> and before I talk about adaptive programs, too, I just want to mention one other story. I know we're heavy on stories here, but uh, we I had a lady uh, who had called uh, to ask about the sailing program, and she told me she was in her 80s. She used a cane, and she wanted to find out some more information about sailing on one of our keel boats and see if it was right for her. And she had said, I'm 80 years old. I've always wanted to do this. 
uh, and now is the time. And so she was able to get out there and enjoy our public program that wasn't adaptive, even though she needed some modifications, she was able to enjoy that program. But if you feel like you need a little bit more assistance um, or you have more concerns, we do offer adaptive programs that are designed specifically for people with disabilities. Uh, because I wanna emphasize here again that the outdoors is absolutely for everyone. So we have these adaptive specific programs um, if you were interested in experiencing one of our programs but might need some modifications, either a temporary or maybe a permanent disability, we offer these programs so that we can work together to provide you what you need to participate. So adaptive programs, we usually have uh, fewer participants uh, so that we can offer more assistance if it's needed. Um, uh, and, and Depending on the program, uh, we, we might have one-on-one -on -one, uh, instructors working specifically with you. And so one example of that would be our Triad Adaptive Kayaking Program. So over the winter, this program is offered in the warmth of the pool, um, but then we head back outdoors as it warms up. Uh, this program is a little bit longer than our public triad that isn't adaptive uh, so that we can have some extra time to learn about what your needs are and what your goals are, and then see what equipment is gonna work best for you if you need any at all. Uh, we have staff trained that can assist you with getting into and out of the kayak and some specialized equipment that can help make it easier as well. Uh, and this could be our kayak transfer bench, uh, with something we call a kayak chariot so that you can get into the kayak on a stable flat surface and then we can help and wheel you into the water while you're sitting in the boat. So this is going to raise the boat up a little bit higher. It's easier to get in and out versus trying to get in at the water's edge. Um, we even have a mechanical lift um, and other methods of helping people if you need uh, help just getting into and out of the kayak. So I know sometimes the biggest fear with kayaking is just being able to get in and out. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and that's fine. Uh, we've had people that uh, have needed a lot of assistance, and we also have people that maybe they just need some hand adaptations to help hold the paddle more comfortably because they have arthritis um, or even using one of our paddle pivots. And those are for somebody who only has use of one arm. So maybe someone who's had a stroke or an arm amputation, they're still able to get out there and paddle independently. So we have a lot of different modifications that we can provide to our adaptive kayaks. So we have adaptive specific kayaks that have extra seating. Um, they have side support. So if you need some help with balance, we can even add outriggers to the kayaks. Uh, if you need a little bit more stability out on the water and you're afraid of tipping. So we can't guarantee that you <laughs> absolutely are going to stay upright, but it really makes it difficult to uh, tip and helps you to feel more stable and secure when you're out on the water. Uh, and kayaking is just one of our adaptive programs, but we also have adaptations available for camp cooking, which is cooking over a campfire and fishing and I should mention that guests who sign up for any of these adaptive programs, they're able to bring a family member or a caregiver free of charge because we don't want that to be a barrier for you to participate as well. So uh, if you need assistance or you have a loved one who might need assistance, um, consider, consider that. Uh, we don't want that to be a barrier. We want you to get out there with your family members and enjoy your time outdoors. Uh, 
uh, and that's adaptive programs. We also have a variety of what we call inclusive programs, which those programs are designed for people with disabilities to be able to participate, uh, but they are open to anyone. So our mindfulness hikes are one example of this, where people can learn some mindfulness techniques out in nature, uh, and we get to practice together in a beautiful outdoor setting on some of our accessible trails. So with this program, you get a double whammy of health benefits. <laughs> uh, you get the mindfulness, which is, uh, is helpful for your wellness and the nature together. So that's a great program that we encourage people to try. Uh, Try, our Try It Hand Cycling is another one of our inclusive programs. So we received a fleet of hand cycles. They have upright seating, so it makes it easier to get in and out of uh, versus if you've seen the more recumbent styles that are a little bit lower. Um, our hand cycles are three-wheeled cycles or Delta-style trikes. Um, they have a little bit more stability than a bicycle, uh, and they're pedaled with your arms instead of your legs. So. I've had a person who she used to ride a bike, but her leg was fused at her knee and her ankle. Um, and she wanted to get out on and try one of our hand cycles. So we were able to build a support for her on one of our hand cycles so that she could sit comfortably and then she could pedal the bike uh, with her arms. And she and her husband were able to ride the trails together at, at Acacia and, and enjoy that time outdoors together. So we have lots of fun success stories with people at our hand cycling triads as well. Yeah, Megan, I was at a Try It Hand Cycling program as well, and I had a guest come, and she said she had not been on a bike in 25 to 30 years. I hear that a lot, and, too. Yeah, she was able to come out because we had the hand cycle, because it was more balanced. She was able to do it, and she said, words cannot express how I feel right now as a tear rolled down her face. And later oh, she told us, Megan, that she was so excited because she saw herself as active again. Um, and that was just heartwarming that we could help someone become active again. So if you're out there and you're thinking, how do I become active again? Uh, come reach out to us because we want to help you be able to do more activities. And Megan, a couple of those programs we were talking about were at Acacia. Do you want to tell us more about some opportunities there and other accessible trails? I do. I do want to say too. Gosh. Okay, one more story. <laughs> Just because I forgot to mention too that in both of these instances, the person was able to, once they were fitted on the bike with their helmets and everything that they needed, they were able to independently ride. But I had a lady sign up for one of our hand cycling programs and she wasn't exactly sure what she was signing up for. Um, she used a walker and she had some challenges with mobility. Um, and you could see that she was very apprehensive. And she told me that she was up all night because uh -huh. she was afraid of what she signed up for. Uh, she showed up anyways. And so she came. Um, and once we got her fitted on the hand cycle, we have the ability with some of our cycles to assist from the back. So there's a handle in the back so that we can help with steering, we can help with braking. So in case you're not feeling secure, we can make sure that you don't run over anybody or go off trail or anything like that. So we have the ability to help people if you think that you might need assistance. Uh, and so she was so nervous before she started. But while we were going, it was the first time I ever heard anybody say, <laughs> going down the trail. And she did. She looked at me and she was like, Megan, 
I am having a ball. I am never going to forget this. So she had a really great time. So even if you think you might need some assistance, um, whether you're short or not, we have the ability to assist you and have that experience of feeling the wind in your hair And if, if you haven't done that for a while. So I just wanted to give that one more example. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that was at Acacia Reservation. So um, Acacia Reservation is in Beechwood. Um, and that is one of the accessible trails that we included in the age-friendly trail guide that Claudia, that you put together. Um, so Acacia Reservation in Beechwood and then West Creek Reservation in Parma, we do our mindfulness and hand cycling programs there. Uh, for the trail guide, we chose five hikes on some of our most accessible all-purpose trails in the park system. So those trails are paved trails, they're great for hiking, running, cycling, um, and then the trail guide that you created, Claudia, is great for folks who want to get more detailed information about the area, what amenities are available, look at the accessibility, the bathrooms, are there resting places along the trails, is there water, and so details that you might not be able to see just by looking at the map of the area, so it's really helpful for that. Um, I should also mention that Cleveland Metro Parks added a trail view camera on our website. So if you go to clevelandmetroparks.com slash inclusive programs, uh, you can actually find 360 degree trail views of what we consider our most accessible trails. And that includes the five trails that we included in the guidebook, plus some more. Um, Again, we believe that outdoors is for everyone. So if accessibility is a concern for you, these are some great trails to start with. Um, and on that website, you can also find and register for any of those adaptive programs and inclusive programs that I was just talking about. So uh, just another reason to get out there and hit the trails um, is actually our trail challenge. So if you do the five trails in the guidebook, uh, the age-friendly guidebook that Claudia put together, you're halfway to meeting your trail challenge. So Rachel, why don't you tell folks about what the trail challenge is? Yeah, you absolutely are. So the trail challenge is a way that guests can explore a variety of the reservations in Cleveland Metro Park. So you want to complete at least 10 trails in 10 different reservations to get a cool trail challenge prize. So the trail challenge is allowing you to create a variety of ways to get out and enjoy the trails. So whether you enjoy walking, hiking, biking, paddling, snowshoeing, whichever your choice to get out on the trail, there is something for you in the trail challenge. There are paved trails, there are natural surface trails, there are trails on water. You get to choose your own adventure. And we put together a list every year. It comes out January 1st. You have until December 31st to complete it. You complete any of the trails that we give to you, or you can pick your own trails. So Megan was alluding to, you can pick the five trails in the accessible guide and then choose five other ones in different reservations as well. Once you complete them, you can get a cool trail challenge sticker that is different and cool every year, as well as an additional prize for the first 250 people. In the past, they've been a neck gaiter, a mug, a pint glass. So it'll be something new and exciting every year. And for more information about the trail challenge, visit clevelandmetroparks.com forward slash trail challenge. And just add in a couple other ways that people have got involved with the trail challenge. We had someone complete it and they said, you know, I used to do the parks when I was younger, but I had kids and I got away from it. But the trail challenge inspired 
inspire me to come back and be able to enjoy the trails again. Uh, we've also had our oldest guest complete the trail challenge and she was 90 years old. So the trail challenge really is for everybody to be able to get out there. And when we mean everybody, we're always trying to expand opportunities. In addition to the accessible trails that Megan mentioned, uh, we're looking at another opportunity to expand to people, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully is a key word. So we did apply recently for the Christopher and Dana Reeve uh, Foundation for a grant to get an action track chair, which is an all-terrain power chair that's able to go over natural surfaces. It can go up steeper slopes than what a traditional uh, wheelchair could do. It, we could even go over some stream crossing. So it's pretty robust and we're really excited about it. So we should be finding out more if we get that um, at the end of this month, actually, end of December, so we'll know by January 1st if we'll be able to get the action track chair. And we just want to create more opportunities for people to get out and discover natural surface trails and trails that they wouldn't be able to access uh, normally if they need those tools. So we're excited about that and hopeful. <laughs> so hopefully by now we've encouraged everyone listening to be able to get out there and discover new opportunities in Cleveland Metro Parks, whether it's exploring the accessible trails, doing the trail challenge, enjoying some outdoor recreation programs and adaptive programs. We really want you to get out and live an outdoor recreation lifestyle, be healthy, connect with nature. But most of all, we want you to get out there and find your path within Cleveland Metro Parks. Rachel and Megan, your excitement about exploring outdoor <laughs> recreational activities has motivated me to get moving. And oh, I love it. <laughs> Claudia, I was feeling that excitement when you did the skydiving episode. I think you really want to do that. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I was that excited. If I was that excited, you took that wrong because I'm not going to jump out of a plane. But just the thought of exploring the 18 reservations spanning more than 24,000 acres with more than 325 miles of trails, nine golf courses. And I'm a golfer. I love the golf courses for the metro parks mm -hmm. the eight lakefront parks in the nationally acclaimed zoo i mean why else wouldn't even on a day like today people in the cleveland area would not get out on the metro parks as you said try it learn it live it thank you for encouraging our listeners to becoming more connected to nature and living healthier lives thank you for listening we hope you were inspired or motivated to continue to your encore